When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday night, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for a brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you by Fight Game Media. Kevin, how's your week been, bud? Uh, it's good. It feels kind of weird to record on a Tuesday, actually. Like I've lived a, lived a whole day and I'm normally like, yeah, used absolutely. to wrapping my weekend with our conversation. And we need, the thing is, we now need our fans. We need them to download this immediately because there's only one day That's right. that this podcast is in any way relevant. And then it's all going to be dead as the, the dust busters or whoever they are <laughs> are going to just take over AEW for the entire future of the company that's what it feels like yep um it's been a weird week in AEW, kevin like there's been some massive developments and i have been force-fed a lot of horse shit <laughs> and i'm here to talk about both sides of that coin i think that's fair that's a fair description <laughs> yeah i was gonna First announce all, that i've just joined the trust busters because i feel like that's the train that's the train oh my god you either get on or you get left behind they're, it's what are they calling it? The Sherman Antitrust Act is yeah. that it? Uh-huh. Is that their name? Mm-hmm. Okay, I um reunion breakers or something like that. Oh my god! Like okay, we're gonna talk about them. I want to stick to the. I want to okay. stick to your rundown first. Okay, there's so much to say. And they're I've still got, relevant in in the first topic we have. Are they relevant though? Are they relevant never in any way? You never know. But that's true. Okay. We have finally, the the trio's titles have arrived. The tournament is here. We have previously talked about like the 30 amazing trios teams in AEW. And now we have the eight that are in this tournament. And um, unfortunately, that eight uh, includes Dave and Buster's, the newest, (laughs) the newest (laughs) stable. I'm sticking with that one. In AEW. Oh my God! At least I mean, okay, let's go over it. Okay. So, Death Triangle versus mm-hmm. Aussie Open. Yeah. Super excited about Death Triangle, and really excited Aussie Opens in this one with Will Ospreay. Yeah. 
Um, anytime we get Will Ospreay, that's exciting. But there's so many eight like they didn't need to do this. No, I, I, it's cool they did, but that's just another major trios competitor or group of competitors that aren't going to be in this tournament. Right. Then we've got Andrade Alidolo, Dragon Lee, and Roosh yeah. versus the Young Bucks and someone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be Kenny. Um, I I'm hope really it excited is because they match. sure didn't leave much room for any other no. satisfactory replacements. They have not. And um, I can't imagine at this point that it'll end up being Brandon Cutler. It's no. clearly not going to be Adam Page, at least not initially. I'm uh, I'm wondering if like the Young Bucks come out and do a three on two, leading to Adam Page coming and and bailing them out. Maybe something like that. If if Kenny is not medically cleared, mm-hmm. if Kenny is medically cleared. It has to be Kenny. Um, but I'm excited about Dragon Lee. I'm excited about. Both these teams mm-hmm. facing off. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a great match. All right. You want to go through the next two? Yeah. So House of Black, which were, would have been in our, we would have, that's who we would have put in. I mean, I think yeah, that's absolutely. definitely a top eight team. Yeah. Um, and the Dark Order, some combination of the four remaining Dark Order members. Right. I'm hoping I'm, it's tough because. I think clearly we're going to get Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Mm-hmm. I think that's the core. And then it's like, okay, do you go with the big guy in 10 or do you go with the established tag team wrestler mm-hmm. in Evil Uno? That's a really tough one. I, I think I think you go with 10, and I'll tell uh-huh. you why. All right. Because I think Parker Boudreaux is going to be meeting him in the semifinals. Okay. Let's... Let's name this last team, and then we're going to talk specifically about Park, Parker Boudreaux. Okay. Trustbusters, right. which is the – that's next Friday. Trustbusters versus That's best next friends. Friday they're doing this yeah, It's on a rampage. This, yeah. All right. We got the Buster Bluths versus Best Friends next week. <laughs> um, that's right. The Never Nudes. Um, I'm – this – if it was just Parker Boudreaux versus Best Friends – I'd be excited about it because I'm excited about Parker Boudreaux. Yeah. The man is as green as can be, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think he's looked bad. Everybody else are talking like he looked bad. He looked bad because he's he's teamed with a bunch of a bunch of damn yam bags. He's, he looks bad when you compare him to Brock Lesnar, and that's the problem. Everyone Everybody compares looks him bad to Brock, compared to Brock Lesnar. But everyone compares like, him to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like the thing is, he got cut from WWE supposedly because he wasn't progressing. Right. So I expected him to be terrible. Yeah. I expected him to be Yate level bad. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's not at all. Mm-hmm. Like he can pull off all your basic moves. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look terrible. Um, you let me know if you think I am wrong on this. Because I think he looks fine for a guy who's been wrestling for like six months. Yeah, I think he's I he's yes, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Exactly. And I'm excited AEW has the opportunity to teach this man how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am less worried than Paul Fontaine, but I shouldn't be because Paul was afraid where he's going to be on TV a hundred times. And I said, Paul, he's going to be on TV like once every six months, like everybody else in AEW. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Dave and Busters has been on TV eight times this week. 
Right. At least eight segments. I don't know what's going on. You make a really good point in is Ari Davari. Um, is he a, a, a stand in for Tony Khan? That was a, that was a Paul Fontaine theory and I cannot shake it. It's not a bad theory. It's really not a bad theory. Cause he's the richest guy around. Mm-hmm. He's bringing in former WWE guys. And he's talking he, about like, these are people that are overlooked. I'm giving you a chance. I'm going to be progressive. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm a very progressive man. I, um, I like giving people a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how to put this where I don't get canceled. Mm-hmm. Slim J for real. Mm-hmm. Really? You're going to show me that <laughs> on my TV. You're going to put that in my face when I haven't seen Miro wrestle in like months. <laughs> really? Yeah. Come on, man. I know the hat alone. Right. He's out for me. Yeah. The, he is out. The name Slim J. Right. That is the equivalent of what T bar is that that's a WWE yeah. guy. That's the equivalent of T-Bar for me. That is the name a 90-year-old crazy man gives a wrestler. Well, you know, as he has long, deep roots in Ring of Honor as one of the original members of Special K. Does he? Yes. I have, listen. I have zero memory of this. Someone filled me I in. have no knowledge of Slim J existing. Yeah. I'd prefer to leave this podcast today with no memory of Slim J existing. Okay. He could be an incredible wrestler. Yeah. I have a feeling he's not because I've seen all those segments. Have we seen him wrestle yet? It's well, it's wild to me that, uh, that, that Jack Evans is gone. And yeah, Slim J, if you're going to keep any, make Jack Evans, Slim J, if you're going to have that name, <laughs> I mean, his name does start with a J. Oh my God. By the way. Okay. And he is very slim. He is a, he is a very petite man. Um, I want to talk about AEW's tendency to just throw stuff up on screen as if we know these people, right? As if nothing is like we've changed Pentagon. We've changed Pentagon's name eighteen right. times, mm-hmm. and I've had I've joked about it. I've had no problem. Mm-hmm. Ty Conti got married to Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden she's Ty Mello. Right. And I know her real name is Tanara Mello. Right. But why is Ty Conti now Ty Mello? Because she got married. That makes no sense to me. And they just throw that up there. At the same time, they throw up Slim J, Parker Boudreaux, and Ari Davari. First of all, <laughs> I'm like, Ari Davari, really? Is is he on Paw Patrol? Is, that, is he a character on Paw Patrol? Because <laughs> that's the name of somebody on Paw Patrol. All right. <laughs> He's a fine man, a fine wrestler, and I'm interested in Parker Boudreaux. I've been interested in him since WWE signed him, mm-hmm. but they just throw him up here like, oh yeah, these like they've been around for for years, right. years, right? Just oh, just killing it in Universal really Studios. Really, no, no real intro. Like, oh, here's Ari Davari. He's one of the richest men in professional wrestling, right? They don't, they barely even give us that sentence. Yeah. Wait, what did you say about Universal Studios? They've been killing it. Universal Studios at the dark tapes. <laughs> Bet they have. Oh, my God. By the way, I, I, this week I was like, okay, I'm devoted to finding something that should have been on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I checked out Dark. I checked out Dark Elevation. Did you watch Elevation the, Today, the new one? No, because so, I didn't want to get confused. So normally that would show. be next week's. But I, yeah. I actually, just before we taped, forwarded a tweet from you which was highlights of tonight's Elevation episode featuring guest color commentator 
Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Wearing, oh my God. Wearing his Lucky Reds. His Lucky Reds. Okay. I will, I'll allow it. We okay. Th- that will that will work. But we nothing can talk from about last this week and next week. Just to nothing from last week. No, there deserved was nothing. to be on Dynamite. No, nothing. Nothing. There were some. Not, there were some okay matches. There were like Emmy Sakura had a had a really yeah. good match with Ruby Soho involved. Lots of people. But um, no, none of that deserved to be on Dynamite. Okay, so to it. So who who's back to the trios tournament? Who's gonna yes? Who book it? Like who's going to my assumption is the finals are going to be. No, not like, okay. If you put the young bucks in the finals, Mm -hmm. young bucks versus house of black doesn't really matter. Young bucks, maybe versus dark order and somebody gets injured and Adam page steps in. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see young bucks versus trust busters. No. Well, I think maybe one person does. (laughs) I'm not not really, but <laughs> they've got a fan somewhere. I now listen. There's one way this this would be fine with me. Both of the other men, God willing, this doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Let's say Slim 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 J and Ari Davari die in the ring early just in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, just hypothetically, and Parker Boudreau has to go it alone, right? In a Brody Lee type situation yeah. where everybody's rooting for the guy, I wouldn't mind seeing Parker Boudreaux versus the Young Bucks. Parker Boudreaux versus the Young Bucks actually does sound pretty good. Yeah, like it would just be them bouncing off him. Yeah, he's throwing them around. But in in a week that we saw FTR and Wardlow together, right? We have CM Punk back, who was previously in a one week long faction, right, with, with FTR. FTR. We've got no FTR. Mm-hmm. We've got no no elite to 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 like for the young bucks to to butt right. their heads up against. Right. I cannot um, I cannot imagine a world where the Dark Order beats House of Black. I would love for that to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe with Adam Adam if, Page. Yeah. In the if corner. they get Page in immediately, yeah. Yeah. Unless and the thing is. It is some sort of crazy screw job where like Miro shows up and yeah causes hijinks. Like Miro could cause hijinks. Adam Page is supposed to be in their corner, like mm-hmm. ringside. Right. Maybe. I would love it. I would love it. But that's probably not going to happen. So let's say House of Black moves on. I have to think best for... Mm, I don't know. We have got a rocket ship strapped to the ass of, of Dave and Buster's right now. <laughs> so I could see them beating best friends right. for sh- like for real. Um, then I have to think that Slim J and Ari Davari, that they, they would they would almost certainly die in the matchup with House of Black. Yeah. They would be deceased. And so that would leave us with Parker Boudreaux versus the one or the other side. I could see anybody winning that first match. Death Triangle versus Osprey and Aussie Open. Yeah. Anybody. I think that depends on if Omega's back. Yeah. I have to think they go with Death Triangle. Oh, my God. See, I'm going to pick Kenny's Aussie Open. back. Yeah. And Will, and Will Osprey. Oh and they do God. a square off between the two of them just on. That would be. Man, I just don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot I, of ways I've, they could go. There's a lot of ways they could go. But there are just so many great teams that got left out of this. But, okay, 
Death Triangle versus Osprey and Aussie Open. That's a potential five star match. Mm-hmm. Andrade Dragon Lee and Rouge versus Young Bucks. And if it's Kenny, that's uh, yeah. a potential five star yep. match. Yep, easily. I mean, depending on where is this going to happen? This the that no? match is happening Wednesday on Dynamite. Okay, so this is not going to be in the Tokyo Dome. So probably nope. not eight stars. <laughs> no, no. Otherwise, it could have been. Yeah. House of Black versus Dark Order will be a very good match. Not a five-star match, but it'll be a very, very good, good match. Very good, yes. And that only leaves um, the Ghostbusters and Best Friends as probably the only suboptimal match we get in this yeah. whole tournament. But I so, bet it'll still be entertaining. It'll be entertaining for sure. It'll be entertaining. And I have... I've. I only have one more name left. Let me save it for for Trustbusters. I'm saving it because they might come back up. Okay. All right. So I'm excited. It's here. It's not as exciting as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And but again, yeah. I think we all thought it was going to end up being the elite versus mm-hmm. the uh, basically elite red, re, elite black and white versus mm-hmm. elite red and black. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen. And that's a real shame. Okay, what is next? Do you think Kenny is back for this tournament? Do you think I have no idea? I they built it so, up where it's like how could they how how, could how else be? could they deliver in a way yeah. satisfactory? And especially with this multi-week buildup of right. who's going to tag with the Un- Young Bucks unless, makes sense. Unless they did have the Young Bucks go out there 2 on 3 and yeah. Hangman decides at the last minute to team with them. I could right. see that. And I and I I could also see like we've removed Hangman from the title picture. Mm-hmm. We've kind of removed him from everything right now. Right, he's not in a storyline outside of this one. Right, and so he's got to be in there. If yeah, if Kenny isn't ready, I think they probably adjusted this and put Hangman Page in his spot. Mm-hmm. It could also just be a huge red herring for Kenny to come back. Either way, that's. It's a great reason for everybody to tune in. The will will we get Kenny back or will we not get Kenny back? Um hmm. I just I just I was just literally like looking at 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 the at the names and I my mind just wandered into all the like all the potentialities um where they listen, could have if had your mind's wandering. If your mind's wandering, are you just sitting around with nothing to do? Are you just looking out on the horizon? trying to see swamps but all you see is desert all you see is that that dead sand you should consider giving us a subscribing to fight game media patreon.com slash fight game media for just five dollars a week you can no five dollars a month five dollars a week good lord for five dollars a month you get lots of extra shows from every podcast here at fight game media you get extended episodes of brace for impact and a number of other shows again for less than the cost of an extra value meal at McDonald's. You get a lot of fantastic content. And of course, as always, check out fightgamemedia.com for all the latest in boxing, MMA, pro wrestling. And by the way, there's a there's a lot of good boxing coming up. The rematch between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk, the man that took that title from Anthony Joshua, the world heavyweight title. That's coming up this weekend and it's coming up because it's in Great Britain. It's coming up so early in the day. I'm going to be able to watch it before going to work. Oh, wow. I am super, super hyped. I believe they are going to be making the walk to the ring, Usyk and Joshua, at 3.30 
No, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. So 3.30 for me. I am, I'm really excited about this match. And if you want to learn more about it, check out fightgamemedia.com. Nice. You were All working right. out some issues there with the uh, swamp and There's desert. a number of issues. Yeah. There's a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, I am heartbroken with the Chris Statlander injury. Yeah. Um, she was out for an, a very long period of time with her knee. Mm-hmm. And now when we seem to have only seen her cut mediocre promos for six months and not actually get in the ring. Mm-hmm. As soon as they're ready to put her back in the ring and push her, her other knee is gone. Yeah, I'm guessing this is going to probably be, I don't think there's a lot of minor knee surgeries. Right. Um, you know, maybe if you tear like, a, is the meniscus in the knee? I think it is. Meniscus is the, like the actual knee. Like, Oh, that's probably menis- a good tear. Anyway. Yeah. Either it's way. Not good. Outside of bursitis, you're, 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 you don't want to you don't want to do have a knee injury, and so it's probably not good. She's going to be gone for a while, but she came back so much better last time. Yeah, and I have faith she's going to work her butt off and come back even better this time. And and hopefully, uh, they'll give her the push she needs. Hopefully she so, and back. hopefully she'll be out of the garbage angle she's been in for a, a long right. period of time. Yeah, it's like anytime somebody really needs a push, they're going to saddle them with some garbage angles. Or definitely put them in a match with QT Marshall. Right. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's see. Um, it's really cool that Bailey tweeted in support of her. Yeah, um, that was nice. Still did leg day on Instagram. I didn't see that. You didn't guy. see that? She she posted uh, that she was still she was like lifting with both like doing all kinds of leg. I don't do leg day, so I don't know what all you do. But she was pressing and jumping and not jumping, but lifting and things with her legs. And she said it was um, because the stronger she can get going into the surgery, the shorter the recovery be. And she's like, that's that makes sense. The last time. So she was like, there's a whole long thing where she's explaining like how she isolated it and all this stuff. And it was interesting. But uh, I have a yeah. really good example of um of the stronger you are, the quicker you can make a recovery from surgery. But I don't need to tell sad tales of my surgeries over the years. <laughs> I'll save that for another time with right. alcohol. So we'll do that on involved. the Patreon. Yeah, exactly. That'll be, that'll be the Patreon show. The Patreon show for this month for <laughs> August will be tales of back surgeries. Yes. Um. Okay. Takeshita. Yeah. He's gone back to Japan. And WWE has made overtures to sign him. Oh. And he said, I believe this is an exact quote. Go F yourself, Triple H. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a con guy. And uh, it Kesha made me would really never happy. never let the F word. 
I think he's a he good boy. Probably say like I, uh, my Japanese is it's a rough been translation. slipping over the last couple okay. years. A rough translation. Okay, okay. He's he's not interested in WWE though. That made me very happy. And and word on the street is it's made some people on Twitter very angry, very oh, angry. And that that makes my little shriveled heart grow three sizes. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, we have different heat indexes this week. Uh-huh. You have a more complete in heat index than me because really, I've got through a strong four. And I am not even sure at this moment in time. I've got a strong four and an honorable mention. <laughs> um, no five. No five. I have an idea. <laughs> we'll go over yours first. Then when we get to mine, okay, I'll have a five. Hopefully. All right. I, I might I have feel, to move up that honorable mention. Yeah, we'll see. I I have the dishonorable mention, but we've already kind of gone through them a little bit. That I could not. All right. I couldn't bring myself to put the trustbusters. On a heat index, but I also could not deny that they were in five segments across all so AWTV. Tony Khan loves the gut busters, man. Yeah. He loves them. <laughs> and he is just pushing them to the moon yeah. when we I don't even know. Entire if... storyline, like with with Sunny Kiss being lured and then beat up and then yeah. lured then into... We'll... It's like evil. alluring slash wooing. Right, but she was kind of wooing. I don't know. It was like, it was very uh Were they wooing or was Sonny wooing? Sonny was Sonny wooing. First. Sonny, was kind of, Sonny was kind of giving looks, and then oh. Ari whispered and something. And that's looks spelled with a W, right. so you know. <laughs> some, yeah. some whooks. And then, yeah. and then, I guess, to close the deal, they, they beat Sonny up, and then that convinced them to join i don't know i don't yeah I don't we get don't it. need to get too deep into that yeah and in the history like I, that can but that can get real questionable that whole angle right real quick i don't um, yeah i don't with know sunny being involved and being wooed over through a a beating um yeah you do you tell me right especially with parker boudreau like what a it's a yeah it's it's weird that could go wrong so many ways it's like Parker Boudreaux is like if you took every SEC frat boy, merged him into one, and put them on all all the vitamins yeah. and prayers. See, I felt like all if you the, took Brock Lesnar and put him in a dry sauna for like three months, yeah, like that's what he would come out because he still has the same amount of skin, but just not as much muscle. Yeah, it's like it's 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 like a muscleless Brock, right? But it's still like thick, yeah, like that Dino Bravo thick, where it's just like, <laughs> how did their how like. That like literally um, shape like, um, oh, what do you call it? Man, I, my words are failing me today, Kevin. Um, it's 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 like a, just a whiskey cask that people like yeah. go over Niagara Falls in. Right. A, a barrel. A barrel. Shaped like a barrel. Yeah. Just a giant barrel, man. I like that you yeah. couldn't remember barrel, but you could remember I whiskey I couldn't cask. remember barrel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was struggling with every word around there I knew, but not the word barrel. And I'm like, yeah, that whiskey is how cask. My decaying, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sure. That's how my decaying brain wor- is working right now. And I hate that the poor people of Fight Game Media are having to follow along with this, yeah, that's what they this shit for. show. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. Enough about the Trustbusters. That's enough about okay. the Trustbusters for a lifetime. <sighs> By the way, what have we gotten any words on what Trustbuster Trustbusters means? It took me a little while, but what I figured was I had to think about it. But what I think 
for real it is is that he's a trust fund kid is okay. the idea is that he's the trust fund kid and he's like busting and that he's trust like busting fund. the trust by spending all the money okay and I that actually fits more... in with my like is that what like i i i have i had I, i'm taking this theory that he's an avatar for tony to like work out some storylines of like work out some stories from his That's... life which is really odd if you think about it but AEW had five full segments yes. to give us the story, and they gave us zero story. Paul right. Fontaine has given us a story, and it's a good story. Yeah. So that's the story right now. That right. is the truth in my head, mm-hmm. and I thank Paul Fontaine for giving it to us. I imagine I that, just when, assumed that when Tony was yeah, that when Tony no, Khan was like eighteen and he and his rich kid buddies all walked around, I bet they called themselves the Trustbusters. They had to. Yeah. Oh my God, that was pro. We know, we know that Tony Khan had like a wrestling league on paper. Yeah, characters he created. Oh, that reminds me of based on he and his friends, and he he one hundred percent he and a buddy who also was a trust fund kid. Yeah, were a tag team called the Trust, trust Busters. Busters. That's, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. I know that is true in my heart. Right. Like well, as soon as you said it, I knew that to be true. Yeah. I just assumed it was like an Elliot Ness thing, but antitrust. Right. About That's what I alcohol. thought. Or like, don't trust them because they'll turn their back on you or something. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we're such, we're such evil, evil guys. <laughs> you can't trust no, it's us. just about spending shit. their daddy's money. Oh my God. And or spending his daddy's spending money. Spending his Ari daddy's Devari. money. It's, all, all, it's, of, it's about Paul Slim J mooching off of Shad Khan is the whole thing. Yeah. Oh my God. What can't, we, why couldn't we just, I mean... Like you said, Jack Evans would have been great as Slim J. Um, oh, uh, yeah, what, get in Helico guy. In Helico, and Helico would have been fine. Yeah, just buying more um, and more expensive like hats. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chet Hanks, I think, would have worked better as Slim J. <laughs> okay. Now, if they, I don't know with, if he with, with work. The, I don't know yeah, about his. I don't work know, rate. but he might be more interesting than the guy they brought in from. Uh, I think so. The Jersey Shore. I mean, I'd be down with Chet so, Hanks showing up on AEW. That's another thing. We keep getting these people that we don't know. And listen, I know this Jersey Shore guy. I've watched him oh, see, on, I don't on know Dark him. Dark Elevation. Okay. And I've said on this show, he's oh. a good wrestler. Oh, okay. I've said this before. Yeah. That doesn't mean you just throw him up on TV with really no explanation. Right. If you're going to throw him up on TV, like have Snooki pushing him through the curtains, right. forcing him onto national television. Right. Something, but they didn't give us anything. Did they mention Jersey Shore? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't mind if MJF is still hanging around, if he is still AEW, if he is still all elite, hook him up with all these Jersey guys when he comes back to be his minions. Oh yeah, that's not a great the, idea. Not the worst usage of them. Yeah. If you're not even gonna include them in Include their real life story that they're dating Snooky. Um, right. <laughs> okay. We haven't even gotten to your number five yet. Oh, okay. Do you want me to go through mine and then you go through yours, or? Yeah, because okay. ours are pretty different. Okay. Uh, I was kind of wishy washy on this, but I put Andrade and Roosh as okay. my number five because I thought they I thought they came off really well in their tag match, and I'm excited about Dragon Lee coming in. Uh, yeah, you know, I thought they looked pretty awesome. I mean, well, I thought Rush looked pretty awesome. It was uh, a really good match. Yeah, I mean, they. Well, it was. I had trouble. Yeah. I had trouble keeping my attention on it. Yeah, but I know it was a good match because these guys are all great wrestlers. It's the kind of match that drives me crazy because you know I have, a, I have this irrational thing about Elf Phoenix 
and this was kind of that thing where it's just like, are they even cooperating? Like, or do they even know? <laughs> are they you even know cooperating? I mean? Like, do they even know what the other one's doing? It's it's just like people just throw themselves right. at each other and you know you don't have to pass out twice in a match to not realize where you are in a match <laughs> and ray ray phoenix might just not even ever know the plan from the beginning right he's just like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna jump off the ropes and do some shit right yeah that's up to you and my feet you figure out gonna... how to work around me yeah yeah if your face is there i hit right. your face right if, you know and that's on right. you really right okay so uh, no andrade's had a Andrade's had a pretty solid couple weeks, mm-hmm. and I hope we can keep it going. Yeah, it kept Ric Flair alive, so that's good. And that was no easy task. No. <laughs> no easy task, no. my God. Okay, number four. Uh, Brian Danielson. Would have been higher if he had done more, and I wish they'd put it. That's a should have been a dynamite because I thought that was a – I like the storyline of him dynamite. and Dan, I like, of Dan Garcia. I like their exchange. And this was – this was yeah. a great promo. Yeah. It was a phenomenal promo. And Daniel Garcia played it so well yes. to make you wonder, yes. is he going to stay or is he going to be pulled into Blackpool Yeah, after the kind of a little later than we thought he was? Right. He did. But they he, yeah, put his, that over well. His facial expressions, like looking almost like he didn't. He was like, looking ashamed of himself. Looked ashamed. Yeah. That was good. That was some good sports entertainment from Mr. Garcia. Yeah, it was. And... I never, for a lot of years, I liked Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. and I never, I did not realize what a good promo he was. I really didn't, and he is a phenomenal promo. Yeah, I think he. So I, he, yeah, Go he is for sure on my list. Okay, uh, give me your number three, Chris Jericho, which I was kind of surprised because I've not been so big on him lately, but the dude showed me up either. And I, you know, he showed up for a big match. Yeah. And you got put his hair in the done. notes. He yeah. yeah, got his hair did. Yeah. You put in the notes, looked 15 years younger. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like Chris Jericho is really into the paranormal. I don't know if this is black magic. <laughs> this man can be bursting at the seams. Yeah. Like a size 40 and a size 32 belt. Right. One week. And the next week he has abs and looks incredible. Right. It is, it is, it continually blows me away how quickly he is able to whip himself into shape at his age. Right. And more power to him for it. I've been trying to whip myself into that kind of shape for like 37 years. Still not there. Yeah. I think, but a lot of it is just, he just shaved. He was clean shaven. And, and that makes a huge difference. Right. It also helped. And that was the Lionheart thing. The last time we saw him, he had his like nose all taped up and yeah. And, uh, you know, so he knows how to work and it. W- I like that, like, Lionheart Chris Jericho is a clean-cut Chris Jericho. Right. A clean-shaven Chris Jericho. Yeah. And we got a Lionheart Chris Jericho. We we got what it was promised. Yeah, I was skeptical. But he came out, and he looked lively. He did the lion salt. He didn't do that spinning kick he used to do, but you that's, know, that's good because I didn't want him to tear his ACL. And... You really know it's time to start considering retirement when people who are praising you start saying you looked lively <laughs> like man just maybe it's true just maybe it's That's time a to start making the compliment. <laughs> yeah oh man um all right number two i have cm punk but i have no notes on why it's just he's back i am i am blown away he's number two i'm blown away he's fallen this far 
Um, although I will say, I thought the crowd would pop a little more, but mm-hmm. the crowd popped like like crazy. Yeah. Because this angle, mm-hmm. which isn't really an angle, is so over. Yeah. It's simply one man has the title, one man's the interim. We know they're going to wrestle. Yeah. And the fact we know we're getting that match, we know is such a big deal to me. He is, I'll tell you right now, I'm spoiling the whole list. <laughs> CM Punk's my number one because. Fair enough. AEW, we've talked about a lot. They've had some really interesting undercard angles. They haven't had the big angle. This is the big angle. Yep. This is all the angle we need. Yep. One guy that everyone loves and is a bad mother Mm -hmm. is about to wrestle another bad mother effort Mm -hmm. that everybody loves. And that's all you need. That's all the story you need. Yeah. And I am I am here for it all day. In one of their hometowns. That's right. So it's going to be Moxley like going into the belly of the beast, which is how he likes it. You know, like I can't wait for him to, you know, like heal that up a little bit. And, you know, that's going to be great. That's literally the only reason I didn't put him number one was because I was like, Moxley just put in more work that week. (laughs) He he had Moxley has been look, they have been Moxley has been putting in work. Since yeah. Kenny went down and Punk went down yeah. and Danielson went down, John Moxley has been working his butt off and he's been delivering mm-hmm. for everybody that's not named Paul Fontaine. Yep. For anybody out here with a true blood lust like myself, <laughs> this has been wonderful. This has been fantastic. And uh and it's it's like and I really mean this as praise. A guy at his level shouldn't have to be working this hard. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have to be carrying the show every night, but he's been carrying the show, whether it's against somebody like Mance Warner or whether it's against Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Two very different people and two very different levels of work. Um, but he's been doing it no matter who he's been put against. Yeah. And whether they wanted him to bleed or not, yeah. he's always gonna bleed. <laughs> and I loved the face off with a inexplicably but pro wrestling wet yeah. CM Punk who right. just came out of the showers for yeah I guess he jogged to the arena uh and then an equally soaking wet John Moxley who's bleeding from his deep in his inner ear yeah. it appears yes that was nasty that was nasty yeah which yeah that was uh that was something else there was also uh I don't know if you saw the Road to Dynamite video that they post on no, Tuesdays. I seen so it. it's worth going back for. There's a really good Moxley did a promo for the Wednesday match, but he kind of did a little bit of like it was a little bit of like comparing the Heart Dungeon to uh, the BCC. Oh, and he like listed off each of the people. He was like Brian Dan. He's like I don't know if you guys remember, but six months ago Brian Daniels and I were beating the hell out of each other. And he goes, and then they had to wipe off Wheeler Yuta's face off the mat. That's great. And he's like, and then they show a picture of an ear that's like all cut up. And he goes, I damn near ripped off William Regal's ear once. And he goes, and then he's like, and uh, Claudio, the last time I wrestled him, the last, uh, he knocked his teeth out, which I had forgotten that the reason yeah. Claudio wears that uh, tooth guard, mouth guard, uh-huh. is because in a match against Dean Ambrose, uh, and Seth Rollins, he Moxley sh- threw him into a ring post where he knocked his teeth out. And I love that he's building these legends. Yeah. 
off of reality. Right. And he's listing all these people that really happened. And then he just goes, these are my friends. What do you think I'm going to do to you? (laughs) Oh, I cannot wait. I have let the, the, the listening audience down by not watching this before the show. This sounds like promo of the week for sure. Yeah, it definitely would be. It was good. It's worth going back for. So I think it's clear John Moxley is your number one. Yep. And he should be based on that promo alone. I, I forgive you for demoting CM Punk to number two. Um, but it's just. I like when we get the reminders of how easy pro wrestling booking can be. If mm. you don't overcomplicate mm-hmm. This is going to be maybe the biggest match in AEW history. It's definitely going to be top three, I think. Yeah. Simply because one guy has the title and one has the interim, and they're both badasses. Yeah, you know, um, on the on the Dynamite show, our Patreon show, where they break down Dynamite right after it's over, uh-huh. uh, Jeff uh, Hawkins and Paul Fontaine were talking about it, and they they didn't love the stare down where they did the slow look to the you know to the sides to hear the people cheering. I kind of like that they were looking in the opposite yeah, direction. They were doing like, the, they didn't rotate. They were doing they the rock Hogan the thing. Yeah. And they felt that was a little sports entertainment to me, but I was like, I it worked for me. Cause I'm it like, for me it, it and, and for the reason that you said, because it's just yeah. like, they didn't have to have a story. They didn't have to have a promo. All they had to do, get to face to face and then soak it in. Yeah. Well, there, there was a lot of criticism of the interim title, but This is hot only because of the interim title, because that means that when Punk comes back, whoever has that belt around their waist, they have to fight them. Right. There's no options. Right. They have to. Right. And that's the entire anticipation. All the excitement was built around that one simple fact. And And it was. And I love that Moxie's walking around saying, I'm not the interim champion. I'm the world champion. Yeah. Called it the FYI title. (laughs) <laughs> that took me a little while to figure out what the F and the Y and the I stood for. But after a while, I was like, oh, okay. It's just like FTW. It's and F- I found F- out F- what your interim title. I found out what those stood for like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> like as soon as you said right. it took me a second, I, my mind started spinning. Um, I hadn't even thought about it. Uh, let's see. Okay. So let's go over my okay. top five. My 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 heat index here. All right. So I think you'll probably yeah. There were I'm there, literally looking at my list. There were people and, that I was thinking of, we, but yeah. Okay. So my number five mm-hmm. right now is the new pickle slushy from Sonic. <laughs> I hate pickles, but yep. I got the pickle slushy with some coworkers today. Yep. Surprisingly good. It tastes like artificial pickles, not like real pickles. Therefore, it was palatable to an actual human digestive system. It wasn't terrible. It's a pickle you slushy. Can more, yeah, you can check out more on that on my Instagram story at Peppermint Fatty. Um, number four, I had John Moxley. Okay. Um I wow. love the angle. I love uh-huh. the stare down. Uh-huh. I love the bloody ear. It was gross, but I also loved it because that's who I am as a person. If you could see my kitchen in the background, you would understand that. It's covered as in blood. Kevin Kevin Ely does, basically covered in blood and disgusting. Um, but to me, he was the B side to CM Punk's return. 
Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be the B side of that match. It's just that CM Punk is back. And I've already said he's my number one. That's why he's my number one. What did you think of the match, like the Jericho match? Like I liked the, it. Okay. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, Way more than I thought I would. And I, yeah. and I am, and I am, I've gotten very squeamish about blood. Have you? In, yeah. In my, in I, my, in so my I like the, we're going to talk more about blood in okay. this, in this show. We're going to talk a lot about blood. Okay. Because I both love the blood, but definitely think they're overdoing the blood yeah. because I'm not the audience they're going for. They're going for a younger audience. Yeah. And I have a strong feeling they're losing younger viewers particularly young women mm-hmm. with all the blood that said they're making me happy but that's not like <laughs> yeah they can also make they, they can write their own the heat blood. index right exactly so my number two my number three yes number three my number three is a play on what you've been doing cheating the heat index hey, by pulling in entire the fact- heat index is whatever you need it to be well, right now I need that to be Darby Allen slash Sting. Okay. Um, I loved the first match on on Dynamite this week. Brody King versus Darby Allen was a work of art. Um, and Sting, of course, he was in the coffin, but Sting coming up out of the coffin, mm-hmm. then facing off with Malachi Black at the end, that was really exciting because we're gonna get Sting versus Malachi Black one on one, and. Everything Sting has done has been way better than it should be, and that match is going to be better than it should be. And I'm excited for it. And out, and it's one of the major angles right now that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got. Um, I'm glad we finally got some movement away from these past angles. With um, like, thank God we're not focusing on Julia Hart anymore, yeah. even though she is um, sexually assaulting men on camera here mm-hmm. during during Dynamite. Um, and being roundly rejected. Yes. Um, I'm purity. glad we're not dealing with Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison anymore. Yep. We've got a real feud between real top guys. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited about that. Also, when Darby Allen at the end of that match, when he choked out Brody King, mm-hmm. it could have been so sloppy, like the fall. Yeah. Like he when he let Brody King go, mm-hmm. he had to both fall to the floor and land. He had in to fall the down coffin. and go forward yes. and turn sideways. Yes. In a way that the door would slam over him. Yeah. And he, it was one smooth, yes. beautiful motion. It was perfect. It was perfect. He could not have done it better. And AEW does a lot of things like that that could go wrong. And usually they do go wrong. <laughs> That's right. But this usually, yeah. but this time it was perfect. It was a work of art. Nice work, Brody King. You That's knocked it out of the park. Also, yeah. I've said this before. I probably sound like a madman. I probably sound like a crazy person. That's fair. Um, in that Brody King should be a menacing looking guy, mm-hmm. but he has a really nice face. He does. Like, have he a has a pleasant face. face. Yeah. And his makeup, his full face right. makeup, yeah. hid that pleasant face. And made him seem more menacing. Yeah, I agree. And I hope they do that more often. Yeah, because when he's not, he kind of looks like um, Kevin from The Office, I think. Yeah. Like, he just yeah. looks like a nice guy. Exactly. He's that. It's exactly right. His eyes yeah. betray him yeah. that he's just a nice dude. Yeah. He's a hunt. And, and 
but the makeup helped hide all that. And uh, I really like the makeup in this match. One thing I loved okay. about that match was um, this was a thing where I was like, oh, this is this is one of the things where it's like the art of like the 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 fakeness of pro wrestling can work is right. like, OK, so when when they first came out, the coffin was open and empty. Right. And then uh, at certain point, the lights went out, you know, during the match. So either during uh, during the entrance or during, you know, whatever, during the match, I remember exactly when the lights went out. I think when um, when the other two members of House of Black showed up. Right. Mm-hmm. So at that point, Sting had to come out and get into into the coffin, into the coffin. Now, if you're in an arena, you know, it looks totally black on TV because yeah. of the exposure of the cameras. But if you're in an arena, you're not blind. Yeah. Like if someone's coming in there, you know, you, you see Brody King go from the middle of the ring to the ring post, you know. Yeah. You, you can see it happen. So a significant number of people would have seen Sting get into the coffin. Yeah. But what that caused on TV was people chanting, we want Sting. Because they yeah. know he's there and they're just waiting yeah. for him to come out. And so I love that that actually and and the fans, the, the magic, such a good letting job them with in that. on the magic trick yeah. actually kind of worked and helped make it a better TV presentation. Because in some cities, you would have just had a bunch of assholes pointing at the cough. Right. He's in the cough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I did not notice like I knew the coffin was open early. Yeah. And I knew it was closed late. But it, my mind never, like, my brain oh, yeah. never put those two things together. Yeah, never I didn't did. think about it until it opened. Never, and that yeah. that was, and they did a great job with that. They did a really good job with that. Um, what did you think? What did you think of that match? Like, blow. I it thought aside. it was really good. I think I I I really, I really have been getting squeamish about watching people bleed to the degree that he was bleeding, and I think that really yes. distracted me. Just me. Uh, I, think, I think it worked for the story mm-hmm. and I think, you know, it, it, it was a great match and, and they have a great dynamic and I yeah. love that they have figured out how to tell the story of Darby Allen being able to beat Brody King without undercutting Brody King. And I think and the, blood, the blood's a big part of it. And but I like how everything get came a back little, around yeah. to the way their first match ended. Yes. In the, with the choke. Royal. Yeah. 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 So that was really good. I, I got, no complaints. I think I just I've just become a little squeamish about watching blood just drip See, on other people. I was like four years old watching barbed wire cage matches. With yeah, the sheep herders. Oh, me too. Yeah. So I've I've always been comfortable with blood. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I get a lot of horrific injuries a lot. So also, I'm I'm just in real life comfortable <laughs> just, yeah. with blood now. Uh-huh. Um, but I I think they should go with the old Raw as war dynamic and don't have blood until the second hour. If you're going to have great, blood, yeah. second hour, yeah. when, like... Or even Rampage. Again, yeah, or do it on Rampage. Like, it's just too or early. It. In where I live here in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. actually, the show is on at 6 p.m. Yeah. Like, I have to rush home from work. Right. Sometimes I can make one quick stop mm-hmm. to get here in time. Like, the sun is up. Right. And in on the West Coast, I guess it might be time delayed on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are a lot of, I think, 18 to, like, 30-year-olds are much more squeamish yeah. than old bastards like me uh, <laughs> hardened, about blood. Hardened, yeah. 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 Hard- Watts. Kid children of Bill Watts. I, I'm just a, just a lump, old lump of coal yeah. here. Brought I up think by for Bill me Watts. it's two things. I think 
um, some of it is it makes me self-conscious about having it on when my kids yeah. are right because yeah. I don't want to repulse them. Uh, and then also, I think just the PG era mm-hmm. just kind of desensitized or resensitized it to me. Yes, resensitized which, is a really good word. There. Which uh, which makes it effective when it's when it's used. But I feel like it's got like it it's used overused. to be right. The it's not the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match that was a lights out. There'd match. been no blood for a while, right? And now it's like if twice I'm... an episode. Yeah. I mean, we literally, there was twice this episode. And Moxley just bleeds every time, you know? So it's like, I think if I'm not against it, uh, but it does make me uncomfortable, which I think can be good. But I think it did hinder my, because as you're going through the match, I'm like, oh crap, you're right. That was the best match of the night. Like that, that, you know. It was a great match, but it probably caused some people to turn the channel. Right. I love Paul Fontaine. Paul Fontaine is older than us. And Paul Fontaine was like couldn't i don't know if he could like he did not enjoy that match and he knew it was a good match right he said like i know this is a good match i think on twitter yeah but he couldn't enjoy it because the level of blood right and i hate that i hate that paul couldn't enjoy that match and that means a lot of people couldn't enjoy that Mm -hmm. match Mm -hmm. and it was a great match i think i was pretty close to that i was i I think i was i think i spent so much time being like oh i think i even I didn't even like speed scan through a little bit of it because I just, yeah. like, I just, I'll watch it later when no one's up or, you know, something yeah. like that. And I'm like, ah, I'll save that for rampage or the end of dynamite, you know, now I'm just picturing your daughters like laying in bed at night. Like they've peeked around the corner and yeah. seen what you're watching right. all well, alone. Yeah, their bedroom's like right outside the door too. Yeah. And they're just like, what is wrong what with is, dad? What, yeah. What is wrong with what this man? Yeah. <laughs> No, they've seen it before. They'll come in. They've asked me, like, so is that real blood? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I do think the blood helped them out. They're cutting themselves very safely, except for Chris exactly. Jericho, who freaking drove a nail through They're his cutting forehead. themselves very safely, except for when they don't. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the, the blood was good for the match, mm-hmm. but I think the match should have been on in the co main event. But then you've got. Or I would have put it on made it the Dynamite main event. I mean, the, sorry, the Rampage main event. Oh, is Rampage still a show? I couldn't. Like, I, I had no idea because it's I, I don't watch Elevation anymore on a regular basis. I forgot there's Rampage Elevation every Friday night. Yeah. I am It'll real frustrated. It'll be back on when they have some ROH stuff to do. I, exactly. I'm real frustrated with Rampage of late. Yeah. Okay, so Brian Danielson, of course, my number two. I thought it was a great promo. It got me really excited for this next match. Really excited at the prospect that maybe he, maybe we might get Daniel Garcia in the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Um, just lots of possibilities there. And of course, I've got CM Punk at number one because he's CM Punk and he returned and everybody lost their damn minds. Yep. And that was an exciting thing to see. I took a picture it, of, of uh, one of the shots when he, um, when he came back because there was a little kid that they showed in the crowd who was wearing uh-huh. the white CM Punk ringer tee with oh. the tape fists. And he's just jumping up and down, like pulling his shirt up to show that he's wearing the shirt, you know. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That kid wore a CM Punk shirt to go with his dad or mom to see Dynamite, had no idea that he was going to be there. And he lost his mind. And I was like, yeah, and you can't not be excited for that kid. Right. And that memory he has forever. Yeah. Okay. What did you think of Beardhausen? What did you think? I mean, you know, it's. (laughs) <laughs> okay, Danhausen, 
I believe uh-huh. I could be wrong. Please tell me if I'm wrong. At Peppermint Fatty, light my ass up. Uh-huh. I believe Danhausen is a decent wrestler. I've seen him wrestle. You can see it's it on better YouTube. than we have seen. Yes, and they are they are clearly they've decided he is a gimmick, yeah. and he is only going to get beat up. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Eric Redbeard's performance? I think he was fine. I think mm-hmm. I think if they kept him around and and kept him like kind of in this role of just sort of being a low card elevation big dude, just have big dude matches when he needed a big dude, yeah. he'd be okay. Um, right. I kind of even like Danhausen having because like when he was an ROH, he would have like PCO or like Black Terrace yeah. or something. You know, he'd have yeah. these people that he would pay to like yep. be in his corner. I kind of like him having like a big bodyguard, my bodyguard, yeah. so he can start mouthing off to people and stuff. Um. So he was fine, uh, but it's like I don't, I don't know think, if I needed him on Rampage. Like, yeah, I don't think Eric Redbeard's going to last simply because, and it's a shame. I, I'm not saying it's a shame he's not going to stay in AEW. It's a shame he probably doesn't have that opportunity because he is so big. Mm-hmm. You have like he is. He can't be just a rampage guy, an elevation guy at that size. Yeah. Like he would have to come into play in different angles. Mm-hmm. You know, different people would absolutely just attack him. Um, you know, and yeah. I don't think with the, they've got their giant right now in mm-hmm. um Satnam Singh, unless you I think maybe he comes back once and gets beaten by Satnam. Mm-hmm. And other and, and other than that, he's just he's just a day player right now. Yeah, and I think he just was on there because he's from Minneapolis, and I think yeah. he probably just and also he did some cool Brody Lee moves. Yeah, which so that was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Now, what? Any thoughts on the ass boys at the moment? No, just seeing where it goes. I like that Billy Gunn already misses the acclaimed. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. Speaking of the ass boys, uh-huh. being an ass boy myself, I cannot say enough about. Ty Conti, Ty Mello, and Sky Blue going one-on-one. I was a big fan of that entire match. Um, I don't know if there was bad wrestling or not. I wasn't paying attention, but I think it was a pretty good match. It was I really the enjoyed. Rampage. It, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad match at all. Um, we got to see Sky Blue doing what she does best, and that is wrestling. Yeah. She is a good wrestler. She's clearly not good at having her man's back from the outside no, of the ring no. in her day-to-day clothes. Right. She still has the best gear in pro wrestling. That is my number five on the Heat Index is her gear. Um, but they had a surprisingly good match. And I loved and I was surprised by how hard the crowd popped when... Um, what? Oh, when... Um, our man from Top Flight got announced. Dante. Who, yeah. Dante Martin. Yeah. When he got announced, they popped hard. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was surprised at how hard the crowd popped. Right. Pleasantly surprised. Um, And I did like that we finally got to see the, the kind of the final two of that top, what is now the top 24 belts in AEW. Yes. Right. We got to see them in person. And I do. And I like the belts. I liked mm-hmm. it because it's a mixed tag. The belts don't match. One is red, right. one is blue. And I like they didn't go like the pink route. Mm-hmm. They just did red and blue. They did two great primary colors, mm-hmm. cool belts. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing a couple more mixed tags if they do it if they do it as well as this one. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I I I uh Again, yeah. Rampage was was straight trash this that was, week. Yeah, if that's the, if that's that's the best thing on Rampage. 
Yeah, you're then, hurting. Yeah. You're hurting. Uh, and that would have been a fine, like, filler match on Dynamite, but it's it's not even a, like, should have been on Dynamite. No. It was just an entertaining match. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and, and Ty Conti has a new name for some reason that's Time not out. Guevara. I get it in real life that she got rid of the name because I guess Conti is the... Uh her previous married name. So she's probably been oh, wanting to get rid of that name. Like okay. her previous Thank husband you. was that named makes Conti. total sense. But that I'm like, but the, why sense. didn't she just get rid of it? I, I don't know if yeah. she got divorced after she signed with AEW. I don't know. Like the, they don't have to, like they don't, she doesn't have to go by her, the name on her driver's license. Right. You know, like right. she could have been Ty Mello the whole time. Right. And we knew her name was Ty Mello. Yeah. Um, Oh, I've got to cough real quick. I'm going to mute my mic. Okay. Did that mute? Yes, did. you hear the cough? I didn't hear a peep. Fantastic. My God, I have a great microphone. (laughs) My God. Okay, let's see. So, we haven't mentioned it yet. This was Quake by the Lake. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And Rampage was also Quake by the Lake. Right. So, if if the best match you have is your mixed tag match... Including Sky Blue and Dante Martin, right. perhaps it the, perhaps this show doesn't need a name. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking it didn't need a name. No, but we did get two great matches on Dynamite. Well, uh, some very big matches on Dynamite. Let's see, Luchasaurus destroyed Anthony Henry. He also decided to replace Wardlow in destroying a large number of bodyguards. Yes, and I've got to give a quick shout out. I don't know. I don't know who to give this shout out to, but that moment where Jungle Boy launches himself in the air mm-hmm. to grab Christian Cage. Yeah. And he is at the last second, like pulled out of this jump mm-hmm. by all those bodyguards. That was so well timed and so well done. It, yeah. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah. It was. I mean, it, it's no trying to murder Tony Schiavone with your car. But it's not too shabby. Yeah. I liked how I, I'm assuming that actually was live. But I think it was. I, but they did that so well. I, I don't think it would have been that well if it wasn't. But uh, yeah, I liked how believable it was that uh, Jungle Boy was on commentary. And when he sees Christian on the on the thing, they show him looking up at the screen. He looks up to like be like, where, where he is, is he? Yeah. And then runs. And then I like that a lot. That one moment. Yeah. So that felt that felt nice. It was didn't feel yep. too like staged or anything. It felt like chaos, which was good. So Miro re- not only rejected the House of Black, also yes. rejected Julia Hart. Yes. I for some reason I really appreciated that rejection and I still really his... want to see Lana at some point. Yeah. I like a yeah, he's reaffirming monogamy. It's great. <laughs> I think that was their backstage <laughs> title for this segment. <laughs> Miro that's what monogamy. Yes, brought to you by the Council on Biblical Manhood that's and right. Womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is um he is the redeemer. Yeah. And I'm really excited to like again, I think we're going to get Sting versus Malachi Black. I also think we're going to get Sting Darby and, and Miro um, against the House of Black. Miro. I really want to see that. Yeah. And uh I'm glad to see Miro I'm I'm glad that we that Miro is about to be back in the mix. He's not quite in it yet, mm-hmm. but we we can taste it. It's so close. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. What did we miss? What did we miss this week? 
Well, you, meant, I think so you that's mentioned almost, FTR and Wardlow. Yeah. Um, I, I did take note on Twitter after that, um, both Wardlow and uh, Cash Wheeler made pinnacle references to like them posing in the ring with their thing. And um, I think it was Wardlow who posted the pinnacle catchphrase. When you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. And then Cash Wheeler replied saying my jacked friends, which is MJF. So I don't know. There's theories out there. We're in the middle of this mysterious MJF situation that to me feels like a work. It absolutely feels like a work to me. Right. I mean... And I'm pretty good at detecting works. Like I know as deep a work as this Cody Rhodes thing is. Right. And like they're this doing whole fake injury. Right. He's backstage. He's in gorilla position, and we know right. that. Right. Everybody with a brain knows that. <laughs> it's all. It'll all be revealed back, in three right. to four years. I know. He's. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy who I'm sure released the uh, the um, the NDA things about Vince McMahon. I mean, this is all part of the plan. Have we talked about the NDA release I don't on know. here yet? I don't think we have. You have a theory? Do you have a theory on who released it? Oh, I think everybody like for has real? The same theory? Yeah, for real. Oh, I think I think I think either one of his kids or one of his kids-in-law did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was also like, the fact. That, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, so I watched Success on an HBO, which I think uh-huh. is a great model because it's a real. Yeah. Every because obviously real life happens exactly like it does in HBO, and clearly. But the idea that it's like you get one shot at the king, and yeah. you, and, and if you, you can miss, only you, and if you miss, it's over for all of you. So you all have to agree that it's the right time to do it, mm-hmm. and that's what this felt like. Was Nick? We had Triple H, Stephanie, all agreeing. Now's the time. That's the thing. I think it was the three of them together. Yeah, that's what I think. And uh, it worked out beautifully. My number and two theory they, was that it was Sasha. <laughs> if it was Nick, Steph, and Triple H, they are like Hall of Fame. Not WWE Hall of Fame, just life Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. At, and I think what is interesting is how since that, since Vince has been gone, I have not seen one person upset over it not one. no i've only seen like yeah. hope and like right the ratings have been going up because yeah. they're bringing back people they're, like, they're i actually yeah. tuned in tonight for five minutes until they ran me off again. i've tuned in for five minutes here and there yeah. yeah and the thing is i if i wasn't if it weren't for my work schedule right. i would be too i would be watching all of it i'd be watching all of it yeah and i probably could have survived the um Oh, what was that? I, t- I took a photo of the screen because it was so ridiculous. I think it was the angle itself wasn't that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was we've got Ezekiel right now. Right. Is that the name? Ezekiel? Ezekiel the there's former? Ezekiel and Elias and their, yep. and their brother who has not debuted. Uh, I think it's called and El- tonight Elrod. They had, they had Ezekiel's father. Okay. Balding, a little bit of a comb over. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I couldn't handle it. I'm like, I can't. I can't watch this. I can't do it. And then I and but then I was like, I'm not going to turn back yeah. to the gut busters. Right. I, I wouldn't prefer to see that. See Slim J with but, that ridiculous hat. Right. <laughs> but I just last, I was just like, I'm, I'm you know what? I but think at the I'm same gonna... time last week I tuned in and Elias uh-huh. or uh, what's Ezekiel. I can't remember which one it was. Ezekiel yeah. was out there and Kevin Owens came out and just threw him out of the ring, power bombed him into the side of the ring. They took him out on the stretcher and that was the end. 
that is a great angle right there. I'm all about that. Um, also, do you remember the days? Do you remember early on when in AEW when word was that Ezekiel, well, I'm sorry, Elias was going to be one of the first to jump to AEW? <laughs> no, do you remember I those don't days? Remember that. Yeah, no, yeah, that was a big, that was a big talking point. Wow, for like a month or so, and clearly that never happened. But I'll say this: Ezekiel's father at least did get me to go, like, you know what? I'm not. I've got it DVR'd, but I'm just going to start watching Better Call Saul series finale right now. <laughs> that That's what it drove me to. And that's a good thing. That's another. But I'll say this. Yeah. If I had been watching, I know I, I think that would have been a really funny angle and I definitely would have watched more. But I'm just kind of ca- I've just kind of casually turned it on. Yeah. And I immediately see Elias in old man outfit and, and makeup. And I'm like, I can't do this right now. Like I'll be back it's, later. Yeah, I'll be I can't later. do this right I don't, now. I can't introduce this into my life. It's too no, much. Yeah, no. And I'm, I'm not burying the angle. Could be a no, great angle. Could it's be really funny. Where it's like, if I'm going here, I'm going all the way. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm not prepared can't. at this I'm moment not prepared. to go all the way. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm happy. Let's yeah, we're see. having a hard enough time dealing with the trust busters over here. So. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to process. <laughs> So let's see. We've got a lot of good stuff coming up. We also have just some stuff coming up. So speaking of Rampage, the stuff coming up on Rampage this week, Hook versus Zach Clayton, who I believe is Jersey Shore. Am I correct? I think so. Yes. Yes. We've got um, Swerve and Swerve in Our Glory versus Private Party. That should be a very good match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still somewhat concerned you know what? I'm not even going to go there right now. You know what? Probably what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got Trust Busters versus Best Friends in the mm-hmm. Trios tournament. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm not a fan of the Trust Busters, but I'm so excited to have the Trios tournament here. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Match. That'll be I'm good. just looking forward. I'll be fine with it. Yeah. Um, on Dynamite, Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee versus Young Bucks and God Knows Who. Tony Storm versus Kylan King. Gun Club versus Varsity Blondes. My God, is that match going to be terrible? <laughs> that right. is like, and I'm like, it didn't even sink in days. until I just looked at it just now. Yeah, that's not going to be good. Like, that's going to be bad. Yeah, man. Like, I really like. I hope Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. become five star wrestlers and become Hall of Fame worthy. Mm-hmm. But I, they have not appeared to progress no. one iota in like three years now. Yeah. Like none. Griff is better um, than he gets. Griff is better. Yeah. I've seen and him Griff in some other things. Griff does look like right. young Chris yeah. Jericho, so there's right. that. That's what they should have done uh, for the main event, was just have Griff Garrison go out dressed as Lionheart. And oh, that would have been great. That would have been fun. I would have enjoyed that. Um, okay, let's see. And Brian Daniels versus Daniel Garcia, two out of three falls. Oh, my gosh. Somehow I missed two out of three falls. Yeah, um, I don't think exciting. they did a good job of playing that up in the interview. I think he could have played that up in the interview of like, yeah, we're doing two or three falls and I'm going to like, this is not going to be a, there's no, there's going to be no freak win or there's no, yeah. you know, whatever, like you're going to have to beat me twice. What I would do if I'm booking this show mm-hmm. is Christian is Brian Danielson wins, but wins the first two falls. Yeah. Just like there yeah, is no third them. fall. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's I like, that's yeah. Chris Jericho can't show you how to beat me. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I would love that. Then we've got uh, All Out is coming up so soon, like two weeks away. Right. Okay. So 
What are our what are the matches we know and what are matches you think we're gonna get? Okay, so the four okay, so only three have been like announced. Christian right. versus Jungle Boy, Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara, which they haven't That's really mentioned. Great. Uh since yeah, that'll be fun. And then the trios championship final, which we don't know who's gonna be in it. Yeah. And then uh, you know, pretty safe to assume Moxley versus yeah. Punk. But they but it hasn't been announced. Yeah, yet, but, but I'm sure it will be like within two minutes of the show starting. Right. And exactly. then past that, I think, yeah, you, this pay-per-view sells on just that right there. Like, oh, yeah. That's a solid core right there. Moxley versus Punk in Chicago. That's that's huge. Yeah, that's it's huge. And, and that trio's final. Those two matches sell it to me. Yeah. Uh, but think, hey, if that's not enough for you, you're probably going to get Jade versus Athena. Uh, I'm not okay. I like Athena. Just like okay. Yeah. She's not doing anything for me. No. Nothing at all. She's doing zero for me. Even her wings, her new <laughs> wings, they're retractable. Right. Like they're Archangel wings from like from you know later X-Men. Right. I'm Yeah. A little gimmicky to me, a little overdone. Yeah. Yeah. A little like, much. I mean, if, if you're going to give the woman Archangel wings, they need to be cutting people. There needs to be right. blood She'll all be over them. Throwing blades out of them. More blood That's for, exactly for Mr. Right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. James needs okay. blood. So Sting, Darby, Miro versus House of Black. That's I just really my hope that's thinking. what it is. Yeah. And if that is, then we're almost certainly not going to have House of Black. Right. In right. the finals of the trios tournament. So that makes me think that makes me think there's some real credence to what you were saying. Miro can get involved. Mm -hmm. A lot of like Adam Page can get involved. Like I was saying, there could be a lot of things happening in this first round match. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Then we've got um, Ricky. Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs. That'll be a good one. Yep. If it, if it happens. Does Ricky win? What? You think Ricky would win it? Ricky has to win eventually, but to me, they'll, they'll have to have another. Um, I don't know. I think it could, you don't want could, that to be one and done, do you? No, but I think they could do a Darby kind of thing where it's like Ricky ekes one out, yeah, on him exactly. in the first one, but still like barely survives. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think a pay per view has to finish all feuds. That could kind of right. right be the first of three or something like that. Yeah, but um. I'm really looking forward to less run-ins and more just these two guys going one-on-one. -on -one. Right. I, I really want to see that. Um, it kind of feels like an embarrassment of riches if we get Chris Dan I mean, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, maybe Daniel Garcia on a pole match or something. Listen, they've got they've been going a while now. We've had our mixed tag. It's time for a pole. Yeah. If we're if it's not Cole on a pole, then Garcia like, on a pole. Garcia on a pole is fine with me. That works. Absolutely works. Um, Thunder Rose versus Tony Storm. That has to be it. That is going to yeah. be the match. Yeah. Um, the only thing I was wondering is if they would somehow figure out how to get Britt in there. I would like Britt to be in there because Britt, like the women's title, as much as I wanted Thunder Rose to have it, it's felt kind of dead to me. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like as big a deal as it was when it was around Britt's waist. Mm -hmm. And so simply Britt returning and being there, not mm -hmm. even wrestling necessarily, just being there yeah. has gotten me more energized for the women's yeah. division. I like the idea of Tony winning, though, because because they have Jade on the heel side. And I think right. it'd be good for them to have. I, I think she you either could... have to. Have, yeah. If you go back to Britt, maybe face Britt. Yeah. But Tony Storm having the title, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. 
Like I'm not Tony Tony Storm has everything. She can wrestle. She she like looks good. Mm-hmm. She can talk. But for whatever reason, it she does like she doesn't get me excited, but yeah. I don't dislike her at all. Like, yeah. I, I don't I dislike it. her at all. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um yeah, who okay, Swerve and Keith Lee. By the way, I've now come to the decision. I don't think Swerve turns on Keith Lee. I think we get the Swerve with, by Keith Lee turning on Swerve. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I, I just feel it in my bones. Um, it might just be a low pressure system coming through. Either way, <laughs> uh, we we will find out. But like, who do, who are they even wrestling? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, FTR is out there, but I don't know if that's the match yeah. you do. I, I think th- I think that Chicago crowd would eat up an FTR tag title match, they but they would. better win. FTR just needs to be on this card. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to think of who you would put them against, if not for uh, Swerve and Keith. And by the way, is I, what do you think of the tag team name Swerve and Our Glory? I hate it. It's horrible. It's stupid. Like, I don't like saying it. Yeah. I sound like a goof saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just generally sound like a goof, but also when saying swerve in our glory it's a terrible name yeah um, what does it even mean like what do you i mean how it's does just that work? like it just screams we're trying too hard yeah to like to 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 merge yeah their sayings or whatever they their name like like there's so many other things like they talk about swerve's house they could call it like the house of glory or yeah. you know the house of black house of glory or i don't know they just call them swerve and lee i don't know like yeah, just Swerve Scott and Keith Lee works great. Swervely McSwervelton. Oh, my God. By the way, I was talking to my buddy today. We started talking. We, we, like, we're we're under time. We're about to wrap up. Mm-hmm. We have not We have time for a five-minute diversion here. <laughs> we're doing really good. And so I'm here to fuck that up. Okay. Um. So I was talking to my buddy today, and he was talking about how um, – Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's last match in WCW mm-hmm. was a TV title match with Steve Austin. Okay. And how he didn't have another match until 2009. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, he looked amazing. Yeah. He, yeah. he looked like maybe the best worker in WWE. Yeah, that made me so until happy. Until the NXT guys, the next guys, right. like bashed his brain in or whatever. Right, right. And I started thinking, I think there was a period, and I've said this for years, there was a period from like 91 to 93, 94 in WCW where I think some of the great, like maybe the greatest title. Let me see how to put this. The TV title from 91 to 94 was some of the best matches in wrestling history. I'm going to give you the list of champions. Right oh, okay. Now. Okay. Arn Anderson. Yep. Bobby Eaton. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin. Barry Windham. Steve Austin, Ricky Steamboat, and pre-Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. Oh, wow. Those those five guys, like, were go- like Ricky Steamboat, Barry Windham, Steve Austin, Scott Steiner, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, were feuding for that belt for like four years. Wow. And I can't, and th- there were some other people in there, like Paul Orndorff was in there. Yeah. But if Paul Orndorff is the worst guy you've got in that <laughs> history... And right. by the way, the last guy Dustin was in there. Dustin, I guess Dustin he probably never wrestled had it. for it. Yeah, he probably never. But he had didn't it. get the title. And um, hold on, there was one other person. Yeah, it went from Orndorff 
back to Ricky Steamboat, then the last guy on this list, Lord Steven Regal. That the talent right there, yeah, that's amazing. Is epic. Like that should have been a like most of those people should have been feuding for a world title, mm-hmm. and it was the TV title. Either way, yeah. I just want to throw that out there. If anybody still has the WWE Network, if you have a VPN and you can go watch it, man, go watch some of those matches. Yeah, those were some great matches. That'll probably be my go-to the next time I want the retro. Other thought that since yeah. you just reminded me because that made me think about the Dangerous Alliance. Our, Dangerous uh, Alliance was, I never liked them as a team, Yeah, but my God, was that an epic collection of That's talent. an epic collection of people. Somebody, so on Twitter, um, our buddy Scott, who hosts our WWE counterpart show, The Rap, yeah. with Keela Cash, uh, brought up on Twitter, was The Shield the most successful faction at launching stars ever? I think he is correct. Yeah. And simply, like, the Dangerous Alliance didn't launch the stars that became stars. Right. But the Shield had three guys who were not stars. Right. And one guy that Vince tried for a decade to shove down everyone's throats. Mm -hmm. And all three are major stars right right now. Yeah. All three. Two of them are the champions of the two biggest companies in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And the third guy is uh, the guy they they wanted to help put Cody Rhodes over because right. he's a really good wrestler. Right. And no, I like I can't think. I tried to think of. I couldn't think of anything where it was like. I mean, like the Freebirds, they never were that the successful Freebirds as individuals. Did, they were their own thing. Yeah. yeah. Like Terry Gordy was always right. a tag team guy. Generally, with I mean, he was yeah. in some freaking amazing tag teams. Right. But like they didn't launch Terry Garvin into superstardom. Right. Like nobody. Right. Nobody in that group other than Terry Gordy in Japan became true superstars. They were always, I mean, they were really big stars as a tag team, but like, I can't think of anything close to that Yeah, because these people all went on to have world titles. I believe all of them have held world titles. Am I right? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Like Arn Anderson only had one world title match in his entire career. Right. Right. Never had a U.S. title, only had the TV title. Mm -hmm. Barry Windham. Did Barry ever have the world title? I don't yeah, believe he, so. He had the. He had it, uh, he had it when they had it when Rick it was left. like the international title. Yeah, yeah. He had like a version. Yeah, but he was he never became the superstar he should have become. Right. Because he ended up like later in his career, kind of phoned it in. In long, well, and part of it's because they were they were all role players. They all had their roles yeah. to play. In the shield wasn't but, really that. Anyway, I don't know how we got. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, that was something is, on today the, that yeah. And that was no, I saw that. I absolutely yeah. saw that. And I thought it was a really interesting conversation. And I think Scott has it nailed. I think he clearly thought about it mm-hmm. because, okay, Dangerous Alliance. Um, Arn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, Larry Zabisco, who never lived up to what I thought he was going to be. Right. Like Rude. I'd always heard about him from AWA. He comes over right. and, and Rick, to Rick this Rude day, was already Rick Rude. Rick Rude was already Rick Rude. And Steve Arn Austin never like. It didn't have. He was. It wasn't what launched him. No, he could have been the guy. Yeah, he easily could have been the guy. They kept him from being the guy. Yeah. He launched himself in ECW, and WWE was smart enough to sign him. Yeah. And very soon after, let him be that guy. Yeah. Um. Let's see who else we got. Um, Medusa. We got Medusa, and we've got. Uh, I didn't know the New Dangerous Alliance was a thing. I don't want to assault your ears by reading this group of nobodies. Um, 
so yeah, like that, like Rick Rude, Steve Austin, Bobby Eaton, and Arn Anderson. Just those four. You dump mm-hmm. Larry Zabisco and Medusa. Those four. That's a hell of a team. But yeah. they weren't allowed to be a hell of a team. They weren't top guys even then. They weren't right. winning. Right. They were just bad guys who they threw up against whoever was on top. Um, Rick Rude, another guy, never had a world title. Should have had a world title. He had. He had a. He had that same like international title thing where it was the yeah, big I, where I, it was the big gold belt, but it wasn't the world the WCW title. Right. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the world title at that time. Yeah. Um. That no Scott. Really great topic of conversation. I think you're dead on. All three of those guys. Like, the thing is, the only reason. What's the name of the third guy? I'm drawing a blank. Seth? Yeah, Seth. The only reason Seth is, like, Seth maybe could have been the top guy mm-hmm. if Vince wasn't in love with Roman. And pushed yeah. him so hard as the top guy. And he guy. was the top guy in some years. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, he had the title and he was the top yeah. guy. And so I, one of my things that really made me think that. of was that one of the biggest balls they dropped during that last 10 years was before Ambrose left or, before, you know, John Moxley uh-huh. left was that they never did the shield triple threat match for the world title at WrestleMania. That's such a shame. That's, That's a, a real, real shame. shame. Yeah. Then I, um, the shield era is probably the era of WWM the least familiar with, mm-hmm. but you cannot go higher than John Moxley is right now. Mm-mm. You can't go higher in wrestling. Mm-mm. You cannot go higher than Roman Reigns is. Mm-mm. Like, there's no one above Roman. There's no one really above Moxley. Like, mm-hmm. there's people right there with him. Right. They're not above him. And, and again, Seth Rollins has been doing phenomenal things for years. He's been the top right. guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think Very you could few get more out of three guys. Yeah. I don't think you could get more unless. Unless like John Cena, The Rock, and Stone Cold had come up together in a group, right. you're not topping that. Yeah. All right. So that's your AEW talk <laughs> for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, from me, from Kevin Ely, from everyone here at Fight Game Media, this has been the Boom. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you'll tune again in again next Monday or Tuesday, whenever this podcast comes out. And until next week, everybody have a great one. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.